This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. Sex Talk is brought to you by Reba Pharmaceutics, your online intimacy store. Cliffcentral.com, this is a special edition of Sex Talk. I am so pleased to be here with some wonderful people who are beautiful and smart and exciting and sexy and sensual and so many wonderful things. Hmm, at least that's what our mothers say, right? <laughs> they paid me lots to say. They well, they didn't, so I need to have a chat with them actually <laughs> about <laughs> the amounts. Yeah. Hi, Jonty. Which is really, really good. And Brody is with us. Yes, how's it, Jonty? From Reba Pharmaceuticals. Yeah, great or to be here. the way that I like saying R-E-B-R, mm-hmm. uh, leaders in... Sexual stimulants. Exactly. Are you looking for a new job here? Absolutely. I'm excited because it's 100% natural and I'm all like, I study naturopathy, so I check the ingredients, all good. So I'm happy. That's all. I'm just, and I like the slogan. You're going to be like the official Reba girl. Um, For the (laughs) female. Yeah, maybe for the (laughs) female. But we're talking today about male. We're talking today about men and male sexuality and men's bodies. And men's hearts. Oh my gosh. And oh. brains. We wear them around. Brains. The Two, I would say. Two. Because they've got, yeah, brains. I do they have? No. Well, I don't know. Yeah, no, maybe, maybe not the one on the top, but the well, one on the bottom. Well, here's a simple thing. That's, <laughs> That's the smaller one. Let's start with this. Men have four brains. Oh, okay. There we go. You thought one. Oh, I two. thought two. Four. One, yeah. Four. 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 One is the brain in the head. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second is the brain in the heart. Your heart has its own brain. Yeah. It has a wow. collection of about 50 or 500,000 nerve cells, yeah. whichever it is. Just a little difference. Make, mm-hmm. When you have <laughs> however many trillion nerve cells in your body, then between 50 or 50,000, they make a whole lot of difference. A whole bunch. Yes, yes mm-hmm. a lot. Full stop. Okay, <laughs> lots that are actually the brain of your heart, physical brain of your heart, wow. which is amazing. You have also your gut brain. There we go, yeah. your gut brain. Which yeah. is actually in the size of a cat's brain. Really? Interesting enough, yeah. Science explains that the wisdom that you have in your gut, yes. because when you stress, you're not digesting, mm-hmm. right? Why is that happening? It's because it's connected to your nerve system, mm-hmm. and it actually can decide which ingredients mm-hmm. to take. Why? So it's actually in the size and the capacity of a, bra- of a cat's brain, which That's we know. Incredible. It's but, incredible. But it sure. does so much more than a cat's brain. Of course. Because the wisdom in that is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. That we're only kind of starting. To discover, and the fourth brain is the cox brain. That's it. Penis, which doesn't think. No. Ever. (laughs) There we go. But it can be influenced. So it's not much of a brain. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. It's if it's connected to your heart brain, then it's a brain. Until then, it is not. And Uh, it has been said that when the cock brain is working, no other brain is working. I think that's pretty spot on. So, Shana, so. you're back with us, which is so cool. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I love being here. Yeah, I love being with people like you, being open. Wait, don't say that, Shana. You're going to get into trouble. <laughs> you stick okay. around, the more I think trouble about, you're going to get into. We are nice people. To. It's about time. Just nice come people. into that door and close no. it behind you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no. And so. whatever happens in the Cliff Central studio... Stays it does not does it really? it goes, that's No because it goes All say. over the world <laughs> Does it really But so. let's make yeah. a secret pact Between all the listeners Okay mm-hmm. 
So yeah, today yeah, we're so going whatever to- Shana says or does stays between us. Okay, that's fine. We do not put it on Facebook. We do not put it on Instagram. We do not put it on Twitter. We do not put it on. I don't know what other oh. platforms there so you're are. Lying I can't right keep now. up That's with them all. Doing. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Teeth. Okay. <laughs> John T. Male sexuality. You are a male. Let's get serious. <laughs> so we're going to interview you today. <laughs> I'm not a typical male. So no, that's you're not. not but you started as a typical male, I, did. I would say. You know, you were once upon a time. I was once upon a time a very innocent 17-year-old yeah. who had this incredible sexual desire. Mm. And girls terrified the heck out of me. There were even girls as a teenager who broke up with me because I wouldn't do anything. Yep. Because I was terrified. And I couldn't work out, like, how did you go from kissing to boobs? And what did you do? And it terrified me. But this enormous desire. And my first sexual experience, to say the least, was horrible. What happened? So it should be. No, it shouldn't be. No, I wish it wouldn't be. And I got over that in time. Luckily. Luckily. And here we are today. Well, you almost became a a religious uh, figure. I did. So I always talk about, not always, but it's quite funny. So when I talk about often on a blowjob workshop or a talk demonstrating blowjobs, I use a latex dildo for this. Mm And I often talk about how did you get from wanting to be a rabbi to having a latex cock in your mouth showing people how to do these things. <laughs> that shows you that it's actually not that far away. We're all human sexual beings. There we go. And it's beautiful to have a healthy sexuality. Yeah. And I went on this enormous journey, firstly, of exploring my own sexuality, yeah. which was kind of where it started for me. And this incredible interest in the connection between sex and spirituality, which I didn't mm. really know about as a young man, but it made sense to me. Mm. And I learned more and more and more. And I had some amazing experiences, some I wouldn't repeat. Some <laughs> I woke up the next morning and I thought, fuck, who are you now? <laughs> Um, And one of the biggest things on that journey was understanding how important it is to have people to talk to. Mm. I didn't have that. So I ended up processing an enormous amount on my own. But I learned so much from it. And one of the reasons that I went and had so many experiences was to learn. Yeah, what is this like? What does it do? How does it feel like? How do you do it? How does it work? Mm. And I learned a lot from that. Which was priceless. Yeah, experience is priceless. Absolutely, because it had nothing to do with book learning. Um, it had nothing to do with understanding theory about things. That all came later. And a lot of the theory of or what we'd been given, hmm. actually, maybe we can adjust some of the theories a little bit because maybe what people are doing and what the theorists are telling us hmm. are not quite the same and in your practice, a lot of men come to you? Well, unfortunately, not as many as I would like. From the simple point of view is that men, as a generalization, are scared of their sexuality. They're scared of healing. They have no idea what to do with a sexual problem. And the amount of men that deal with sexual problems is enormous. Oh. And what we're aware of is the tip of the iceberg. I was going to say, I mean, other than the obvious in terms of you know, sexual or erectile dysfunction, there isn't even much knowledge on what other issues men have no. with dysfunction. Because we kind of think it works or it doesn't. That's exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah, men yeah. think. And for a long time, and even 
I think I had this discussion with somebody yesterday where she was talking about how simple male sexuality is. And I said, you know, male sexuality is sometimes even more complex than women because of the disconnect that men have with their sexuality. So as you said, so the, the top things for men firstly are erection problems, that it either is not getting hard or it gets hard and it goes away, and the pressure that that creates. And then there's ejaculation issues, which mm-hmm. are either coming really, really quickly, and sometimes that's 30 seconds a minute. By the way, average time that a man lasts during sex, any idea, more or less? Seven minutes. Seven minutes. 60 minutes. Twelve 12. 15. Did you say 60? 60 minutes. <laughs> 60 minutes. Where did you hang out, dude? It depends on the scene on hanging out with enough women to tell you their stories. You Sorry, I'm just throwing it in there. <laughs> if if good, most good men can actually last for between 7 and 10 minutes, they oh. consider it an amazing achievement. In penetration, yeah. you mean, yeah. or high stimulation. Yeah. So here's an interesting thing about this. Guys, listen carefully to this. To reach really high levels of pleasure for a woman requires a minimum, minimum, 30, 35 minutes. Isn't that just so unfair? It's very weird that evolution didn't work this thing out. I know, right? Well, like, men, men still need okay. to go out and no, plow the fields. No, need to go out and <laughs> learn. That's the <laughs> That's thing. true, because you don't have to do penetrative sex to have 35 minutes no, of woman's pleasure, no, right? Mm, so but you that's can its own it. other story. So... There's no other way to say this, but learning to fuck is an art, mm. full stop. And sadly, very few men know that, full stop. Mm. That's another discussion. Yeah. The opposite of that for a lot of men is that there are a lot of men who struggle to have ejaculations and struggle to have orgasms due to lack of sensitivity, which often comes from touching themselves really hard for a long time. Medication plays a part in that. And... They just hold on with everything they've got because they don't know how to be vulnerable and how to fucking let go. And we sit the whole day and back problems and there's so many issues around. I know what I know and that's my masculinity. So, and and we know nothing. We know nothing. We know how to penetrate, but that's all that. And what you said there is really interesting that back problems, weak hamstrings, weak gluteal muscles, that means the muscles of your butt, play enormous impact on your. Erection and ejaculation. So if you are sedentary, meaning if you spend lots of time sitting and not a lot of time exercising, if you are not healthy, if you are overweight, if you are drinking a lot, all of those Mm. impact on your sexuality as a man enormously. So those are like the most common physical things. Then lack of desire is huge. Well, I think it's also with society. Again, I mean, our, our world is so fast paced. So it's the stress and I got to provide and I've got to, it's just, and the just performance. so, so people, a lot of men are actually having a lot less sex. Yeah. And this That's is causing true. a huge problem. But Jonesy, is that not also because of, I mean, stress creates cortisol in the body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And cortisol will deplete your testosterone. Absolutely. You so know, you talking just, about that, I mean, I know I'm a female, but I have, twice now had uh, adrenal fatigue with a deficiency of cortisol and let me tell you how much harder it is to actually recover from something like that it is and it affects it affects like you say sexuality enormously and then with all of these problems comes incredible levels of anxiety Mm. around these problems because men are expected to perform And we've spoken about this before, and it's such a huge thing. When you buy into the porn model of sex as a man, Mm. to be blunt, you are fucked and not in a nice way. 
Mm. No foreplay, no lube. Mm. Because all that you know about is getting an erection and getting it inside someone, somewhere, some way, and having an ejaculation. And if that is not happening, the pressure of that is enormous because so much of men's self-definition has been put into that experience. And there's no connection with the heart in that. So the head of your lingam, so in Tantra we call a cockalingam, L-I-N-G-A-M, and lingam means staff of life. Yes. It's actually yes. so beautiful. Mm, it is lingam. And the head of your lingam and your heart are one energy system. But yes. for most men, they're not connected yeah. at all. And that's what's happening with men today. So what would they express? They come to the practice, they say, I'm... I'm having, you know, I'm not having enough sex, or maybe I'm not performing. What What do they say when they come to you? What do they bring to the to the practice? So it's quite interesting because often there's talk around it, not actually getting mm. to the, no, the source of the problem. Yeah, because it is embarrassing yeah. for a man to acknowledge this because it's not supposed to be happening. Mm. And as men, we are supposed to know how to do all this stuff. Mm. And I sat for a while, uh, a while ago, in my office with a man. Um, been married for over 20 years an Afrikaans guy who are generally very masculine and macho and this was an engineer so very logical reasonable guy yeah. and he sat there in tears because his marriage was dissolving there were so many issues but he said he realized that this expectation was put on him on how to do this how to be a good lover how to be a husband not only the sexual stuff that was a big part of it but what came with it, the emotions, the intimacy, the connection, and realizing that he had no education for this. He had no preparation for this. It reminds me the first month that Jonti and I were doing some work together. Well, no, when I was still finishing my process, he asked if I can be a model mm -hmm. in a massage lesson for a guy. And I, I was very, I really wanted to be more and more in Jonti's practices. I came, it was okay, it was obviously it was exciting and everything, but it was all very decent. And I can't forget this big guy, never mind the story, but he was in his 50s, uh, Jonty teaching him literally how to touch from basic, just to touch slow and slower and slower and slower and with lubrication, with coconut oil, whatever that was. And he was crying. Mm. He said, why did I not know this 30 years ago? My mm. marriage now is almost over. But all I thought and the whole society complex around being the strong man, having the beautiful wife and the, the, the sensitive, vulnerable wife, I need to dominate her. All the stuff actually had to be broken and, and actually shattered to pieces and start again. You yeah. know, having you said that, I it almost makes me so angry because I feel like, I mean, this is a bit different out of but our education system is not teaching us the things that we need to know no. as human beings, like you say, sexuality, yeah, comfort, love, kindness, consent, you know, meditation, yeah. all of it. And yeah. it, it just angers me because we still, as much as we going into spirituality and getting more in touch with it, the main systems that our children and kids are growing up in are still just yeah. being ignored. Yeah. And the level of disempowerment so yeah. many men feel. And you know, in South Africa... We live with an incredibly high rate of domestic abuse and violence. And so much of that comes from men not being empowered. Yeah. You know, the bigger picture is that they aren't getting educated. There aren't jobs. The economic situation is horrendous for so many men. And 
alcohol becomes such a huge part of it. I don't know if you remember, we did a show with, I think it was the Mail and Guardian, and in Dipslurt, they created an online app. app. Free app that anybody in Dipslurt could report rape and domestic violence to this yeah. app. That's what they had done. And they sat down with us, and the woman said that in the studies that they had done. It was a journalist, yeah. Yeah, that uh, 95% of these acts had alcohol as a high contributing factor. Yeah. Mm. Which I found so, so scary. Yeah, so, yeah, this is a huge, a huge thing. Yeah. And I know not everybody's privileged to now listen to this podcast because maybe they're not even aware that they want to learn about male sexuality, learn about what is the potential, but at least the good news are that there's so much for men. They're, they can be as sensitive, as orgasmic, as loving, as conscious, as uh, magical, you know, as we described yeah. in the other show and for women. Yeah, and when men get in touch with their sexuality, the power and the pleasure that are possible are mind-blowing. But you... Uh, Hundred percent. You have to have yeah. a mind shift. Yeah. You firstly, must. as a man, the first part of that is you have to learn, because whatever you think you know about sex, and I'm not saying that there are men who don't know, because there are, and there are men who are amazing. But a lot of men, you have to learn, and you know, we saw something at the expo, the Love Sex Expo. And we see women who come to the stand and they want to talk. They want to find out about the workshops. They want to look at the DVDs. And the women really want this information. And the men are so close. And like they'll even walk away or say, oh, yeah, I know how to do this, boot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, do you know where about the G spot? Do you know about the A spot, the P spot? Never mind any of that. Do you know how to touch this woman? Do you know how to look into her eyes? Yeah, no. <laughs> Not any of that. So you got to learn. And then for men, there are two things that you can do. And if you do this alone, it's going to change the way you have sex. I'm listening. I'll tell it to all the guys I meet. I'm okay. listening. <laughs> slow down and then slow down some more and then slow down some more and then slow down even more. And when you think you're doing anything slowly, do it even slower. Whether you're touching, whether you're kissing, whether you're licking, whether you are penetrating, slow down and breathe. I have to laugh because to yeah, no, you do. I mean, it's yeah, you you sort of you, it starts off you know slowly and but then somehow it just automatically speed up, speed up, speed up, and you're like, okay, because it becomes about work. the goal, yeah, because. And we're so scared because maybe something's going to happen unexpected and then mm-hmm. what am I going to yeah. do then? And maybe I'm going to lose my erection. Oh, my gosh. So from the time a man starts touching himself at age, I don't know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, whenever the heck that is for you, you have an orgasm and you have an ejaculation. So firstly, you think that they're the same thing when they're not. They are not the same process in the body. The second thing about it is that's the way you think it has to end. And then because we work in patterns, you do that and you do that and you do that and that pattern becomes ingrained in your body. So that's what you do. Mm. And when that changes or all of a sudden that's not there, you have no idea what to do. Yeah, well, you were saying with the brain it becomes a pattern. So it's a process of, like you say, it's ingrained. So it's about getting your brain to work through other neurotransmitters. It's like driving a car over and over the same thing. Those Mm. 
those paths become deeper and yeah. deeper. So and, you've got to change the direction. And, you know, I read a lot of Gabor Mate's work, who is phenomenal, and yeah. he talks so much about the um, the addictions in our body. So he has done a lot of work with addiction, but beyond being addicted to substances, we become addicted to the feelings in our body. Mm. Whether they're good or bad or right or wrong or pleasurable or not has nothing to do with it. We become addicted to the feelings. So we can be addicted to a quick orgasm just That's because it. we know that it works for us. That's it. Or because it might it be relaxing or it might just be the release. The release, the relief. Yeah. Of anger. Or, and, we, yeah. and we become addicted to it. Plus self-esteem. So another study has shown that most violence cases against women are actually because of low self-esteem, abusive father, um, very much connected to low self-esteem. So actually, if you work on your self-esteem, you're going to work on your male sexuality as well because it will change. You won't need any more to prove yourself that mm. you're going just need yeah. to fuck in order to be a man. And then all of a sudden, did you ever stop and ask yourself, is this fucking your, your fucking style, is it serving you? Did you ever think that expanded orgasm is possible? Did you even know that, you know, touching so slow as Jonty mm. says – is not going to make you a wimp or a softie. It's going to make you actually a master of your man or woman, whatever your sexual orientation is, which doesn't mind at all. So, you know, in slow touch, things happen that is that are magical. In slow touch, there's suspension. Mm. There is the presence. You are present. You're much more present. You're not working from patterns because slow touch is something that you actually have to be very conscious about your movements. Mm. And then tiny little neurons are starting to actually make an amazing Fire. thing called reaction mm. that usually we're not even able. So when you're just rubbing, let's say a oh, yeah, cock yeah, or you're yeah. rubbing somebody's pussy, you feel, and after a while you stop feeling. Jonty always does like an exercise in a workshop saying, okay, caress your hand. After five, six times, start being numb, right? Even mm. if it's really, really nice. So the same thing happens when you just, you know, insert your cock or, you know, even if you get a long blowjob, you, you know it yourself. You're not feeling the same thing. So slowness will make you actually more aware. feel. So that's another amazing tool you mm. can adopt for you, not just for the woman or your partner's pleasure, for you. It's not just to be a better lover. I was actually going to say. Take, you can take that further. Say what you no, want to no, say no, and I'll tell you how to take it No, correct because even with me um, or with the minute it, a touch is more intense or hard or it's almost like there's less emotion in that. But the mm. minute it's soft and more personal, that's when people start to get afraid because yeah. it's like okay now it's I magnified. really have to yeah. be vulnerable intimacy so mm. I'm, I'm going to tell you two things the first is it's an extension of what you said about the slowing down okay go even further and stop yeah because when there's constant stimulation so all you guys sitting here put one hand up stroke your hand stroking okay so you can feel what that feels like yeah nice. okay stop it's still nice and now what's happening in your hand you can still feel it, and now That's it's true. changing, and it's becoming something else. Mm. When there's constant stimulation, the nervous system doesn't integrate. As soon as you stop, that's where so much happens. So much is happening. So you've got to learn to stop. And guys have been so conditioned, and it's this porn model of sex. Never stop. To really, blah, 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 this like hammer of penetration yeah. is the first thing. The yeah. second, second thing, thing is is this, and it's really important to understand this, that... The slow, the gentle, the sensual is absolutely vital. And that is just one aspect of sexuality and one aspect of female sexuality. The other is the fire. Mm. Now, a woman is 
only going to release and show her fire if you as a man can deal with that. What do you mean? So within female sexuality, within women, Mm -hmm. is the most incredible fire, the most incredible desire, the most incredible energy that is overwhelming for most men. She is only going to let that power out if she knows and she feels safe enough that the man she is with can deal Handle with that. that. That's right. Because actually, I mean, that's that's so true. I find more often than not, after I've had an orgasm or a climax, doesn't really that power really switch on? And then by that stage, and then you want that, even more exactly. Because that's just the beginning. That's of just the, the fire. beginning, and that's where also I mean, there's a disconnect between a, and and then the, the man almost becomes very overwhelmed because yes. he's done what he's done, and there's nothing really left for him yeah. to to give with this overwhelming, like yeah. you said, fire that a woman actually possesses after that. So mm. you know, I was for a long time. I'm a pretty soft person i'm a gentle person and for a long time i was much more in touch with that gentle side of my sexuality Mm. and the touch and the massage and the stroking and all of that and i had a lover who screamed at me one day (laughs) fuck me as hard as you can she said a whole lot more than that but that was the (laughs) essence of it and i looked at this and i was terrified seriously like (gasps) i don't know how to do this i don't know what this is and that's when I started learning about that. That's a beauty you can learn. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you start to see the power. But women are only going to really allow that out. Firstly, it's a journey for a woman to get in touch with that for herself. And she needs to do that for herself. And that's why men need to do their own sexual healing. And often that has nothing to do with having sexual problems. Mm. It's more about the heart healing. And the perspective that we have on sex. Because in that space, a woman is going to absolutely show you things that you never thought you would see in your life. But I will take it also to any, whatever your preference, you know, your your gender preference is. I'm sure a man who's a good lover to a man or to a woman or to a trans, whatever the case may be, that connection that you're talking about and the safetyness that then the, your lover can show you their fullness is actually going to become a reality for you if you embrace the, the principles that you've been mm. speaking about. And it takes me to a place of that stop. When you stop and you feel, there's such an amazing beauty of us making love or having sex, wild sex, but you see me. You don't work from automating. Mm. So it's so sexy to be present. It's so, so sexy for, for any, you know, it doesn't matter who is your lover. There's something unbelievable when I know you're actually looking at me and not fantasizing about somebody else right mm-hmm. now in your head. And that you can see much clearer yeah. when we are both actually slowing Present. down, stopping. Plus, then the communication starts. How did it feel? Mm. Which is another amazing element that m- most men are not really touching yeah, on. It's how to communicate. How to communicate about your mm. sexual pleasure. You know, for me, it's still something that, my man and I are working on. He loves giving. He loves being in the moment. He loves doing slow, but he won't share a lot of what he's going through. Afterwards, yeah. Well, I give him a manifesto. So I felt this, <laughs> and then this was pulsating, and then I felt like I'm at home. And then I was feeling, <laughs> I tried to make it short, but, uh, you know, but he but won't. So it's so hard for him still. And that's the thing is that a lot of men are not seen, not only because their partners don't see them, and that's its whole other story, but a lot of men won't allow themselves to be seen. 
because men won't allow themselves to be vulnerable. Mm. And we have been taught, we've been so conditioned that vulnerability is a weakness. Sure. Mm. And the truth is that that is when we are most powerful because that's when we are most authentic, when we reveal ourselves. And I had at the expo, I sat down with some guys from the FPB, the Film and Publications Board, and I've known these guys for years. And I mostly think of them as a bureaucratic nuisance. (laughs) I do. And they have their bureaucracy and they have their loops and they have everything else. And for the first time, we sat down and had the most amazing and emotional discussion. It really brought tears to my eyes and to to Jack that I was talking to about men and men in South Africa. And the sharing of that is mind-blowing. And when men can learn to share their hearts that's when your cock is going to open. Hmm? And that's when worlds that. are going to open to you. And the model that I work with, that I've developed, is this. The way I see things is that there are two theories of healing in the world. The first is a pain-based theory. The pain-based theory simply says, I have a problem and I want it fixed. So an easy analogy for that is if you have a sore knee, all that you want is your knee fixed. So you're going to go to the doctor or the physio or the osteopath or the acupuncturist or the dry needler Shana was talking about before we started or anything. It it doesn't matter. (laughs) The focus is the problem and the focus is the pain because everything Mm. you're doing is compared to the pain. Mm -hmm. The other is the path of possibility. The path of possibility says if I didn't have a sore knee, what could I do? So I could dance, I could go to yoga, I could come to water yep. massage, I could get into all sorts of really cool sex positions, yep. all sorts of things like that. Quite simple. And what happens with that is we're not focusing just on the problem. We're not ignoring the problem. Let's talk about it. Let's find out what it is. But let's understand that if we can open possibilities in our bodies, in our minds, in our hearts, we can change our patterns So when a man comes to me and he says, I'm having these erection problems and I'm having ejaculation problems and I'm not interested in sex and all sorts of things. Let's talk about it. Let's find out your lifestyle. Are you eating Mm. well? Are you stressed? Are you breathing? Are you doing yoga? Are you doing meditation? Why would you like to have more sex? Yeah. And all of those things. Let's understand it because we need that. Then let's put all that aside. Let's get you in touch with your heart. Let's get you in touch with your body. Let's get you in touch with your sexuality. Let's move energy around. Let's work with some stuff in your body that's going to help release some things that are blocked there. Then I'm going to relax some things. And you know what happens from that? The sexual problems fix themselves. <laughs> plus, exactly. Plus, Esther Perel, which is a very uh, world-renowned uh, sex researcher, actually, and therapist, um, says that what is dysfunctionality? Mm. She asks her patient not to call this, the, themselves. Oh, I went to a sexologist or a doctor. He says I have a dysfunction, yeah. this and that. She, I actually asked them that she says science hasn't proven yet what is really to be dysfunctional. Mm. And she also takes responsibility out of, oh, I can't please her with my cock 
or him or then and so I'm not a good lover mm-hmm. and she says take your gain back your pride gain back your responsibility you can pleasure people with your mouth with your mind with your mm-hmm. with your talking with your hands and 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 soft sex double-sided dildos soft so. sex with the soft <laughs> cock by the way can be one of the most Beautiful and intimate things that exactly. you can experience. So expand the way you see yeah. sex. Maybe you so, perceive sex. You know, I had a lover that we had sex for incredibly extended times. And there were, there were moments where my erection was not there. Of course. And we started exploring what could you do with this and found the most incredible possibilities. And the pleasure, the physical pleasure from this. Never mind anything else was mind-blowing for both of us because it was such a different experience. I think that's a problem with labels is that the minute you say, well, this is how it should be and that's Mm. how it should work. And And unfortunately, a lot of the clinical world is very much about putting a label and that's the pain. Mm. And then instead of let's open to possibility. And that's just so beautiful. Can I also say in my experience, it's been how many guys are afraid to bring a dildo into their relationship Absolutely. with their, their mm. partner. Especially when their partner's holding it in her hand with a, a bottle of lube in the <laughs> other <Yeah>. hand <laughs> and says, and now get on your hands and bend. knees on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, to me, and that's something I learned in, a, in our personal capacity, is that I also traditionally was, was afraid of that, you know, until a few years ago. And I thought it's actually there to enhance the experience. No, you're not saying you're using it all the time. But don't be afraid of it. Don't be, you know, it doesn't matter if it's bigger than your own cock or smaller. It doesn't make any difference. It doesn't matter. Now, you have something to help enhance experience. Because we have so much to say still and give so many tips. But please give us a good starting point. Yeah. Yeah, well, we we sell a product called MSS for males, which is maximum sexual stimulant. And basically what that product does is, besides being a mood enhancer, it is a physiological change in in the person. So again, depending on, you know, your age, your metabolism rates, um, you know, your diet, you know, what, what you, if you're exercising, all those type of things, which we spoke about, is you would take it with two glasses of water because we always promote staying hydrated. Mm-hmm. Sex is at the end of the day a physical activity. Absolutely. And, um, a lot of the things which actually something I wanted to mention is that we often get headaches mm-hmm. when we take these type of products. And it's a lot of it comes down to that because you're dehydrated. So if you go for a 5K run and you don't drink any water, sure. you're going to have a headache. Oh. Sure. So exactly the same principle. So we say stay hydrated during sex. We don't want the, the 30 second sex experience. Exactly. Plus people are not used to having two hour sex. So of yeah. course they're going yeah. to get the And you don't sex. have to have two you hour sex. Have you don't have to have anything and you can have everything. Exactly. That's cool. That's the important thing. So is how that do you, you take that can product? have so much. Well, we say take it on an empty stomach because then obviously it works quicker with two mm. glasses of water. Um, so it's, it's in your system within about an hour. We've had gentlemen that have taken it and nothing's happened and they've woken up at three o'clock in the morning to go for a pee and suddenly bang. <laughs> and we always say, don't be afraid of that. You know, go and charm your wife, go and charm your partner, whoever it is. And, uh, you know, use it. It's there. So use it. I Beautiful. think it's nice to make an intention. So, you know, the evening is for you tonight. You know, don't make it an hour thing. So exactly. maybe for the more advanced people. But start from clearing the afternoon, mm-hmm. taking it and say, let's make it our time. Let's go out for a walk. Let's have a beautiful bath. Let's talk. Let's massage mm-hmm. each other. Let's do things to build our connection. And then 
when the yeah. wonderful stimulation happens, it happens. Yes. And again, you know, it's, it's not a Viagra. It's not a synthetic product. So it's a herbal product. So you need to be visually and mentally stimulated. Mm. So, you know, and we advocate, bring in those toys, you know, bring in the eggs, bring in the lubes, bring in the, the fruit, bring in the cream, you know, bring in the honey, the chocolate, whatever. Not directly on the vagina. That's going to cause problems. That's going to cause problems, but on well, the yeah. other parts of the body. Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, you know, then at the same time you could say, well, you know, don't bring the sushi then. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> not inside, just not inside. No, 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 not inside. So, and then, yeah, what we'll find is that the product will, will generally start to work within an hour and uh, as I say you know the, the, the younger guys it, it'll stay in the system or the, the, the skinnier guys with a fast metabolism mm. up to 8 hours um, the older guys you know the, the fuller guys will be in there for up to 3 days so mm. they actually yeah they're actually mm. winning Oh, <laughs> now you're encouraging to being Good. a little bit over, overweight. Good. So we have three things to say. The first is, Brody, where do people get more information? Well, you can try our website, www.rebr.co.za, or you can catch us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, and it's Reba Farm, R-E-B-R-P-H-A-R-M. That's fabulous. Thank you. The next thing is, guys, understand this. Firstly, with sexual problems, you are not alone. And the real man, whatever the heck that is, is the man who does something with this for yourself. So you're not alone and help is available. There are so many channels and we are here for you. And the third thing is thank you all so much. This was really, really cool. Thank you. Thank you. And we wish you so much pleasure. Sex Talk is brought to you by Reba Pharmaceutics, your online intimacy store. Follow the hashtag DiscoverIntimacy for more and check out reba.co.za. That's R-E-B-R dot C-O dot Z-A.